Hey, and welcome to the Trauma of Bonding with your host, Kaya and Heather. This week, we will be discussing cancel culture. Please be advised, there may be mature content that could be triggering to some listeners. Are you ready to trauma bond? Trigger warning for discussions of abuse and assault. Welcome to the Trauma of Bonding with Kaya and Heather. This is Kaya. This is Heather. Hello. And we are here and we're here to talk to you. Um, so I think we should talk a little bit about how we're doing. I'll let you go first since you always make me go first. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm doing, I think I'm doing good. It's been a long, busy week. Um, I've been working just at my regular job. And then I've also been getting stuff ready for this weekend because this weekend and this future weekend will be your past, (laughs) dear listener. Um, But this weekend is my 30th birthday and I'm having a big shindig and you, Kai, will be here. Woohoo. Yes, ma'am. Finally going to be in the sun that's not here in the Midwest. (laughs) Finally. But yeah, I've been like, you know, doing a little grocery shopping. I have to make a big grocery shopping trip tomorrow. Um, I'm, you know, making, figuring out where to eat, making reservations. Just a lot is like, not a lot to do, but a lot to like plan. Yeah. And planning isn't my favorite thing to do because artist yeah artist. exactly exactly I can't I uh, that yeah it's not my forte I couldn't be an event planner I would just give up and be like you know what just go to a restaurant let somebody else do it yeah see planning is definitely more of my thing like I'm a huge person on organization like I don't like the execution so like I'm good on the vision Mm. I'm just not good on making it happen I'm like okay so I want this this and this to happen Uh uh-huh I want control of the situation, but I want it like, I feel okay, that. I'd be, I'd be a really good, like, um, like architect. I don't want to build mm-hmm. the shit, but, but I can certainly plan it. Right. I know exactly what I want it to look like. I just uh-huh. can't do it. And I so maybe, to learn. So you could be an event planner because the, or is that not how, how an event planner works? Cause don't they just like plan the stuff and then, yeah, yeah. you know, the caterer comes and does the food so that they, they, they're not doing it. They just yeah. hire the caterer. Yeah, um, like um, event planners, they don't actually do any of the grunt work. They find right. a venue. They find someone to decorate the venue. Like, they get a florist. Right, exactly. They they find decorators, They things like that. So I'd be fabulous at that, actually. I think that should be my little side gigs because I'm go. fucking fabulous at it. <laughs> do um, it. So anything else you want to add about your week? Um, well, I mean, <laughs> just some funny <laughs> things that I was thinking about. I kind of told you. I've just had the dumbest customers this week, and they're making great tweets. <laughs> oh, yeah. I keep reading your Twitter. It's fantastic. I, uh, just today, I had a woman very, very worriedly come up to me. Mind you, this is this is Target. This is We accept everything except blood. And she goes, do you, do you accept debit card? Okay, okay. In her defense, I will play devil's advocate. So okay. if, you're, if you're trying to use, um, okay, two two devil's advocate points. Number one, oh, if you're okay. trying if you're trying to use a Target employee discount, you have to use a red card or cash. Yeah, but she Wait. wasn't an employee. Okay, so she's just a random old lady. So that off of there. Number two, she's old, Heather. So like, give a yeah, pass. But like, but maybe she, she didn't mean to say like, debit. Maybe she meant like Discover or something. But Pro- she said she debit. Meant a certain brand, but she said debit. 
Um, what was the other one? It was really funny. Oh, oh, this lady was, um, I was working guest service and this lady was trying to return an online order, which is fine. You know, you can order online and then return into the store. Um, but she's like, here's the stuff, but I don't, I don't know why there's no receipt in the bag. And I'm like thinking to myself, cause you ordered it online. And then she hands me the, um, the package that it came in that has all of the mailing, um, barcodes on it. And she's like, well, one of these work. And I was like, well, that's, that's for shipping. Did your, your receipt would be in, in an email. I don't have much justification for that one. I, that um, one, I was okay, saying, okay. I, yes, I do. Yes, I do. I do have a justification. Okay, okay. I returned an online order today at Sephora. Okay. And the only thing you get is a piece of paper with your inventory and a barcode on it. That's the only thing you get. So I can I can understand how confusion would happen with whoever this woman was. I mean, what? How sure. was she old? Was she older? Was she, she was young? also elderly. Like middle age, she should. Okay, she's, look at she you. should have known better. Reagan on the old ladies. Wow. Uh, I guess to end on a good note, I had a really good conversation with a truly old lady the other day. Like she had been seventies plus, um, and we had a really cool short conversation about climate change and why billionaires suck. Ooh. As I was bringing her up, she must have so, had a lot of stuff. <laughs> it was. Well, she I don't think she did, but there wasn't much of a line, so we were like talking as I was like slowly oh. ringing her up. And yeah, it was it was a good conversation and gave me a little hope. So there there we go. Okay, about you now. <laughs> hmm, what's up with me? Let's see. School, starting a new job. Hopefully I keep this job because I fibbed to them about something, so they might fire me <laughs> before I even start, but it's fine. No, um, it's fine. We'll figure it out. You're good. I'll just get another job. It's fine. <laughs> um <laughs> Other than that, just school and getting everything done and making sure that my apartment is spick and span and packing so that I can come see you and I come home to a clean apartment. I always get stressed out about traveling for more than like a day because I'm worried that like, oh, did I take my trash out? Am I going to come home and my house smells like like garbage? You don't want to walk into like just a pigsty. The stank wall, right. A a wall of stank. I'm good. Well, especially after flying and stuff, it's exhausting. Oh, yes. and, and you I, just want to lay down. I get home. Luckily, I don't work on Monday. So I oh, can, at least I don't work that week so I can recover. Because I don't fly in. I probably won't get home until after 1230. And I start work at 6 a.m. So thank God. Oh, shoot. Yeah. I don't have to go to work the next day. Yay! Um, <laughs> yeah. So little, little wins. Um, let's see. I've been baking because I... Oh. Yeah, I made cinnamon rolls. I made cookies from scratch the other day. Like, I'm just killing it. Oh, um, yeah. You're going to, like, bake those cookies this weekend, right? Or bake something, right? If you put it Maybe on the list, rolls. if you've got cinnamon the ingredients, rolls. I got you. All right, because... We got. I gotta provide breakfast, so maybe some cinnamon rolls. I'll help you cook breakfast. Okay. <laughs> um. So that's really. I'm. My life is very boring right now. I've just been hanging out with friends. I went to the club the other night. Oh yeah, um, how'd that go? Fantastic until we got shot at again. Every weekend I go downtown. <laughs> there's bullets flying. I need to stop. I'm sorry. Every stop time going downtown. No, downtown is not the problem. The problem is my friends want to stay until the bars close. So we're that's, all spilling. okay. Yeah. 
we need to leave at like a nice 1 a.m we're not yeah, yeah. 2 30 that's when people start getting all reckless and nasty that's we're, because I'm good on that. at that point everyone is absolutely wasted and doesn't yes. know how to act and, yeah and where i mean where you went the last time it's a lot of and underage people so like they i mean really but don't it, know how if the act. shooting isn't happening there it's hap- it's spilling out from but <laughs> bars like augie's where the older people oh, are most gotcha. of these shootings that have happened downtown it's been people in their 20s so it's okay. not like it's not like 17 and 18 children you know? okay. yeah so it's just a bunch of drunk people and everyone was cooped up last year so all the animosity that didn't get to get taken out last year i mean our gun violence is up a huge percentage this year tensions are high in the city everyone's just wiling out is that the term that's (laughs) i mean maybe in the oof i I have no comments on that turn of phrase coming Uh out of your lips oh no oh no did i say something i shouldn't have no that's fine it's just you're old and i never thought i'd hear you say it So it's an old term. Got it. Okay. I mean, it's fine. I'll accept it from you. Um, <laughs> just because you're Heather and I love you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So in, in summation, Kaya will be leaving the club early from now on so that I can Good avoid job. bullet holes in my nice little SUV. Yeah, that would be. And you know what? For, <laughs> and even more, avoid little bullet holes in your own head. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. I mean, I'm very attractive, Probably but I don't not. think that would add to my aesthetic in any meaningful no. way <laughs> no not really yeah i'm, I'm good on that <laughs> but today right. we are talking about a topic that i love and i yes. excited about and i have fun <laughs> examples and that is cancel culture Woo! so um i think a good way for us to start this conversation is sort of by defining what different people think cancel culture is. Um, so basically cancel culture is um, it's the culture surrounding people um, being called out either social media or in other media. It's just a mass way where a bunch of people are saying, Hey, we don't like what you're doing. That thing you mm-hmm. did be it a, a current phenomenon, be it something that you did a couple years ago that's resurfacing that people have dug up online about you. It's just a bunch of people saying collectively, you done fucked up. And it usually results in that person getting like fired or ousted. You know, it results in something. It's Yeah. There- it's not just people it's- saying shit. It's that, yeah, there's some kind of consequence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it can manifest with, you know, the person who's being cancel culture, the phrase, it has a pretty negative connotation mm-hmm. um, because it's considered like, oh, you're just bullying um, someone who doesn't agree with you or, oh, you're um, you're misrepresenting this person and you're making that bad things happen to them. You're no better than them for whatever action that they did that was bad, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's gotten a really bad rep as something that's really uh, kind of ruining American society. It depends on what side you're on, though. Yeah. Um, I was reading um, an article by the Pew uh, Pew Research Institute, I believe. No, the Pew Research Center. Yeah. Um, people who are more conservative leaning, they tend to find cancel culture, like the phrase and the action mm-hmm. itself, Um they tend to consider it, like I said before, it's just attacking someone who disagrees with you. It's an attack on traditional American society and values. 
and it's just baseless like mean-spirited attacks on people mm-hmm. with with no um without taking into account that like okay this person may have done something bad but they still deserve respect and dignity no matter what they did they're still a person mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. ruining a person's life like that's, yeah that's sort yeah. of the conservative side of it yeah um People who are more liberal leaning, they tend to consider cancel culture a call out or holding people redact this word that we're going to be talking about later. <laughs> um, and it's causing people to face consequences for their own actions. So mm-hmm. basically, if you didn't want to be called out and held, can't say the word. You can say the word. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you don't want to be held accountable, then you shouldn't do nasty things. And if you have mm-hmm. done nasty things, you should learn from it. It's not about baselessly attacking people. It's about being like, hey, you need, this is a learning moment for you. Mm-hmm. You need to do better. Right. And if you're not going to learn, yeah, we want you to have consequences or both. Right. That's the thing. You don't have to negate one or the other. You can get consequences for your actions and also learn from it. In fact, mm-hmm. you should be learning from your consequences. <laughs> I was say, isn't that the whole point of consequences or it should be? It should be, but some people, they get their consequences and then they recover like Wolverine and they go right back to the same behaviors. There's <laughs> somebody true. we're going to be mentioning later that does that mm-hmm. and continues yeah. to fall back into bad habits. But <laughs> yeah, so that's sort of what cancel culture is. Um, so we want to talk about the nuances of all of this. <laughs> yes. Feelings about yes. It. I think a good question is, should it exist at all? If it has this negative connotation, do you, does it have benefits? Does it have negatives and drawbacks? So I guess maybe we could kind of start by giving our own general opinions of cancel culture. Okay. Um, just to kind of get the ball rolling. Um because so for example for me i i'm not the biggest fan of can- cancel culture interesting okay. um because as it seems to be defined it's not really holding for the most part a lot of people accountable how much how hmm, words i I'm not the biggest fan of it <laughs> because here's why. Here's why. A lot of things ha- will happen where someone will. Okay. So, for example, a famous person 10 years ago might tweet something about, I don't know, hating fags or some horrible shit. Um, but I'm just thinking of like, uh, I believe it was the Kevin Hart situation where he tweeted homophobic Mm. things a few years ago and then very recently got fired from hosting the Oscars because of those tweets that he tweeted a few years ago and it it felt very um like nobody gave him a chance to like almost defend him not even defend himself but even maybe apologize Mm mm-hmm and say, like, you know, I'm sorry that I tweeted those things five plus years ago. I've grown and changed as a person. And if you still want to fire me, that's fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, give them a chance to be, to do the right thing first. That's that's why I, I'm not the biggest fan of cancel culture. Because 
it doesn't really give a, the person a chance to do the right thing before they get the quote-unquote consequence. I don't agree. Okay. I, th- I, okay. I, I, I think that it doesn't matter in the order in which things occur. They should get their mm-hmm. consequences regardless of when they apologize. So if you... If that means you get fired and then you still apologize, good, great. You should be apologizing anyways. Just because yeah, I, 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 I don't, I, I don't necessarily agree with. I mean, I can understand what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I, I definitely think, you know, in in a case like that, it's bad optics. It's just that's fair. That's you know fair. what I mean? It's it's. Yeah. I mean, even and, and it's hard in Hollywood because they have to take so much time to formulate a good response. I mean, lawyers mm-hmm. have to be involved, and yeah. Um, your agent needs to be involved and your right. press manager, things like that. So mm-hmm. it are we supposed to wait forever for things instead right. of taking swift action? I don't That's think fair. so. Even if it was a couple of years ago, I mean, it would look ba- it would look bad if they had kept him on either way, especially with all of the, the controversy surrounding him right now. That's, that's fair. I just, I don't know. I feel, I guess I'm, Uh, one of those crazy people that feels like things need to be dealt with on a case-to-case basis yeah and so there are some people that you know maybe should because of the situation at hand like oh you're gonna be hosting the oscars next week well we need to take care of this swiftly but if it's a month away Mm. maybe give it a minute you know what i mean i that's my feeling that's my my i guess my concern in situations is okay so like doja cat doja cat Mm. used to some tweets resurfaced of her saying faggot some facebook posts and she came out with a public statement quite quickly Mm -hmm. um and she was just like yeah we used to talk like that i have no justification and i'm sorry if it like offended you in any manner Mm -hmm. she Granted, she's young and pretty and very attractive, so right. I, I think cancel culture is only hard for me in cases where I feel that it has favorites. Like, some people can be canceled that, yeah. over and over again, yeah. but they get forgiven by, you know, by culture so quickly because they're young and they're pretty and they are dumb, teehee, you know what I mean? Right, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I agree with that. That's my gripe. That's more of my gripe with it. It's not about the consequences that should be deserved, but it's the favoritism, right? Yeah. Yeah. That makes complete sense. Um, I just, I mean, I personally, I have thought about that in situations with like old tweets Mm -hmm. where I need to go through my Twitter and delete a lot of old tweets because 10 years ago, when I was still like trying to sort my way out of the cult mindset that I was in mm-hmm. there are some things that pop up on my time hop that I physically cringe at I'm like oh my god that's so offensive oh so you're telling so me offensive. a girl who grew up in small town Indiana had some problematic <laughs> views what a shock problematic things to say and tweet what um, a shock and so maybe I'm just putting myself in those people's shoes and being like, okay, so if I were famous at this point, someone would find a tweet that I tweeted 10 years ago and be like, holy shit, she is homophobic, even though I'm queer. But that can happen. Queer people. Mm-hmm. It can. That internalized homophobia. Right. I love it. Like, they can, oh, she's homophobic. She's uh, whatever else. You know, they could say these things about me based on my tweet from 10 years ago. And... <clears throat> 
quote unquote cancel me tomorrow. Right. And okay, fine, whatever. But it's like, okay, that's I'm a completely different person now. So how is that fair? I I can agree with that. Um, I think that it's important to give people the chance to apologize and show growth. Yeah. That so it's not so much the waiting that I have a problem with because it should mm-hmm. come quickly. If you make yes. a fucked up mistake, and oh, I agree. Society says, "Hey, you done fucked up. You better swiftly come up with a big response because your time is clicking for your career." Right. Um, like I, I would expect a good response within twenty four to forty eight hours. Absolutely. I However, really would expect that. however, I think it's important to take context into account. So, like, yeah. Your old tweets from when you were in Indiana, that that needs to be taken into account. I mean, the problem is if you have consistently not shown growth since all of that. So if 10 years ago you have a tweet that surfaces and you're still exhibiting the same behaviors Mm -hmm. 10 years later and you are apologizing, no. Yeah. How can you be sorry you did it last week and you did it 10 years ago? It's ingrained in you as a person. So that's... Mm, that's when cancel culture is a little bit difficult because it can do some good it brings things to light that wouldn't be brought to light granted it can sometimes feel like people are just digging for things on people like trying to dig up dirt exactly yeah but i i I don't think that's its intentions that's just sort of what it's been twisted as by people who got canceled the people who are being Mm. held accountable yeah angry at it so they're trying to twist it into a dirty thing that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally fair. Um, any other thoughts? What are what what are you, your more thoughts on like what yeah, what it means to you, kind of more thoughts on your end? Um, I love cancel culture, probably because okay. I'm messy. I'm a messy okay. bitch. <laughs> I'm a messy bitch and I love drama and I love um sort of seeing things that I peeped when I was younger finally come to fruition oh Um, so like I watch a lot of YouTube right so a lot of people who I watched when I was younger and grew up with on YouTube they're being canceled now and have repeatedly Mm -hmm. been canceled because new things come up so they come out with an apology video okay but more stuff came out later so like Shane Dawson for example Mm-hmm. Shane Dawson got in a shit ton of trouble for blackface yeah. in his earlier videos. Yeah. He apologized for it, moved on. Right, right. Then he got canceled because of his inappropriate um, treatment to children and kids who were involved in his videos and sort of mm-hmm. the jokes surrounding kids in his videos. Apologized again, kept it pushing. Mm-hmm. Then he got canceled because of his friendship with Jeffree Star who has been a very public racist and misogynist and just overall dealing with his own cancel shit (laughs) yes who's been canceled multiple times as well on his own his friendship with him and sort of his behavior towards Trisha Paytas who comes up as well later (laughs) um, just has been canceled probably three to four times now and yet continues to resurface. This time, I think it's stuck. His views are... He hasn't come out with a video in damn near a year. Wow. Yeah, because he he kind of apologized and then he just kind of dipped off into the abyss for a while. Yeah. He's been inching back into this, the YouTube sphere. Like, he's shown up in his fiance's podcast. He showed up in his fiance's videos a couple of times. Gotcha. And it's like, we know what you're doing. You're trying to see what public opinion is. We're not done. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to, like, test the waters. 
the internet is not stupid the internet knows what you're doing right um so that's a big example of like i don't like it because it doesn't work there's a difference between pointing out issues and actually taking action yeah so yeah he lost a lot of money because he wasn't getting views and his videos were monetized right right um another example is like james charles has been Uh repeatedly ousted for being inappropriate sexually with minors i'm talking about sending dick pics yeah like to children to 16 year olds yeah that's a child Um, (laughs) it's a child right and he's done this several times has been ousted for it made an apology and then it came out that he had more victims like a week after his apology video came out Mm-hmm. And all of this is time stamped and dated because it was on Snapchat and TikTok for the most part. So these right. videos, I mean, these outing videos have direct evidence with dates. So yeah. it's not like it can be disproven. Um, But he's been canceled, quote unquote, several times. And it's just finally YouTube took action and demonetized his channel so he mm-hmm. can no longer put ads in his videos and make money. Right. Finally, that I'm sorry wrong person that should happen to him i don't know if that's Mm. happened yet that happened to another youtuber who did something equally as disgusting but james charles has sort of gotten away scot-free he just dropped an not even an apology video it was a get ready with me and he sort of apologized in it but he talked about other shit too disgusting and he's mm. he's not being held legally accountable from what i've heard legally yeah yeah so nothing's happening it's just words cancel culture is just words like as as a phrase cancel culture i don't like it because it doesn't do anything to actually mobilize people to take action like yeah yeah, you can complain all you want with your twitter fingers but what does that do Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. not real life application that's just outrage right right exactly now there's an alternative to that that i think would be much more appropriate to taking action and that's accountability culture which has become a much bigger turn of phrase recently yes i and i like the idea of accountability culture much better (laughs) yeah and some people would say it's a bit extreme um like some people have argued oh getting someone fired because they said the n-word that's a bit extreme and i would i would disagree I think that there should be, for every action you make, there should be an equal, you know, consequence. Oh, so completely, yeah. Be be that being fired, be that um, directive, like, you know, a directive action or something like that. Yeah. Or even, like, getting your YouTube channel demonetized. Like, mm-hmm. in the case of David Dobrik. David Dobrik That's is the one who got his channel demonetized. Oh, crazy, yes. David he was Dobrik. He was, like, sexually assaulting on camera and, like, doing No, that. not him. Right? So, oh, da- David was... Dobrik, he facilitated the sexual assault oh, of a minor. Right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Not a minor. Yeah. I think she was 18, but she wasn't of drinking age. So, they gave these girls alcohol at a, at a part, at a basically a, a little kickback at the but house underage for drinking well they planned for they wanted to bring women in for a fivesome okay with and they got their consent to come to the party and stuff and like you know hang out and right. so two of the girls agreed to like go have sex with dirt dirty dom which is an appropriate name for the man who did this Oh, lovely dom so dom was like i'm gonna have a five some or whatever i've never had one and then oh god he was, and then he lowered it to a threesome because only two girls consented granted yeah. they were drunk when they consented so did they actually consent no mm-hmm. no no and this one girl was sloppy drunk her friend literally oh, no. said 
I finished him off so that he would leave her alone because she was passing out. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Her fe- wow, friend wow, felt wow. obligated to finish him off so that he would stop. So that he would go friend. away. Jesus yeah. So because Christ. the friend threw up like seven times. <gasps> so. Okay. She was blackout maybe, drunk. She said she maybe didn't remember this anything. is because I'm a good human being. Um, that doesn't have disgusting ideas of, I don't know, whatever. Um, if someone is puking, the last thing I want to do is have sex with them. Well, she wasn't vomiting there. She threw up when they left. Okay. But if someone Still. is so drunk that they're incoherent, yeah, no. that doesn't make me want to fuck them. If anything, that makes me want to get them a glass of water and like some right. bread. <laughs> I'm like, lay down. Here's some. Here's some Gatorade. Here's some bread. Here's some something greasy. Some pizza. Right. Let lay me help down. you. It doesn't here's make me fuck it just in case. I'll rub right. your hair. <laughs> like that. That does not spark sexual interest in me, especially yeah. like I. I don't. I cannot see in any way if this girl was incoherent as their fr- her multiple friends and witnesses have yeah. already said she was, and yeah. she wasn't of age to drink, so that's also fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like, it'd be no, it wouldn't be one thing if she was of age. It wouldn't. Never mind. <laughs> it wouldn't be good either way, but it makes yeah. it even worse. It makes it worse um, for sure. Nothing makes it better, but it does make it worse. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> that, yeah, that's where I was trying to go. <laughs> yeah, so this girl gets assaulted, and they got it basically on camera because they opened up the doors, and they, like, checked on them and, like, did a head count, oh, quote-unquote, wow. which is so, like, so they knew exactly what was going on in the video. Dom came out covered in sweat. They got these girls on camera and had to blur out their faces later. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So... Wow. Cancel culture worked so, with David Dobrik because he yeah. lost millions of dollars. All of his brands pulled because out. he was held accountable. That's the difference. He wasn't canceled. He was held accountable. It started off as yeah. cancel culture. Um, it started off yeah. with words, but it turned into. I think it starts. It starts with cancel culture. It starts with like we are deciding not to watch you. We're deciding mm-hmm. to unfollow. Yeah, because brands don't necessarily brands can hold you accountable because they see right. the trends in your canceling like canceling yeah. is, i would consider it the social media aspect of your accountability that's what i, I think they're mm-hmm. both they're tied in with each other you can't have one without the other because you can't uh-huh. be held accountable yeah. unless you're first canceled you know what right, i mean right yeah well because unfortunately the um those big companies are only after the money that you're making them and you're no longer profitable. And when you're no longer making you. them money, they're gonna, they're, that's when they're gonna. So it's unfortunate that it actually takes the canceling to finally get the companies to hold them accountable. Yeah. Which that's unfortunate. And I understand, like, they can't have, you know, co- a company, YouTube, probably can't have a person checking everyone's videos you know there's gazillions of videos on youtube so youtube so not they can't have someone watching every video every day to make sure everything's okay well i think so, that's why cancel culture is so good and so important. they have yeah so they have the viewers to kind of do that for them which yeah. is good i do appreciate that i do like that I, that's great <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that cancel culture is an inherently negative thing that it's sort of been talked about. I think it gets a bad reputation, but I mm-hmm. think it's it's an essential step in people actually ha- being held accountable at some point. I Without think... it, accountability would not occur. Right. I think I think my my bone to pick would be that they're not held accountable sooner. So it takes years sometimes. Right. So like um, with Shane Dawson being canceled multiple times, maybe the second time he was quote canceled, they could have held him accountable. Right. But he was probably still getting views. He was still making money. So no one did. You know what I mean? So there's like that icky middle ground where it's like, okay, they can be watching everything that's going on, but they also don't have to wait till 10 years later and the 10th cancellation either. Yeah. At some point you can actually stand up and do something. It's you not, can, it's not you just can, empty words. You can hold someone accountable and you know, you might lose their income that they're making t- for you. You might lose that sooner than you want to, but you're also a multi-billion dollar company. You're going to survive. Someone else will come along and take Shane Dawson's place. Yes, so they always do. Always. So I don't know why they're so desperate to like hang on to the. <laughs> well, to I can, I can the... understand from a company standpoint that like your big, your big views and their ad revenue and things like that, because YouTube takes a check every yeah. time you get ad revenue. Right. However, there's so many other non-problematic exactly like use no sorry um content creators on the platform mm-hmm. that deserve to have views over people exactly. like Shane Dawson that yeah. like it's I completely agree with you this isn't me disagreeing this is me just adding yeah, to the point just adding to it. no yeah no yeah. I, I understand like David Dobrik right there's a million vloggers all right they might not right. be doing what David Dobrik does because they don't have as much income as him but they can make mm-hmm. income because all of those David Dobrik people are going to go out looking for new vloggers to watch because they like right. the style of content exactly. but they don't like people who facilitate sexual assault right right so. yeah yeah and and also this the problem of if that creator continues to be allowed to create on the platform, there's going to be some kids who don't have the um, moral upbringing or whatever the hell you want to call it to, they're going to think what he did was funny. Oh, they're just ignorant. They're ignorant. They're going to think what he did was funny. They're not going to know it is wrong. And that's going to be like, they're going to keep getting, that confirmation that that's fine and that's okay because well he's his videos are still up he's not being like there's not been a problem with youtube so you know what i mean you know what i'm trying to say where it's just like you it's it sucks that like there's gonna be people kids viewing those videos who think what he's doing is okay because he keeps getting to make the videos instead of being shut down sooner so that's not really the cycle of YouTube. I can give you a little more Maybe insight. Give me a little more. I I was around YouTube when it was first created, and then I dropped off. <laughs> I grew I grew up with it. I'm I'm actually only a couple of years older than YouTube, so I existed before YouTube did. I was look at you. I was I know young baby. Wait, when when did YouTube come out? Two thousand five or six. Okay. Yep. That's so. I right. was in um like first or second grade when it came out. Yeah, I think okay, I was so in first. I was like fourteen, fifteen. So that I mean, good God, I was watching like Charlie the Unicorn, 
Yes. And, you know, stupid <laughs> shit like that. I was watching Shane Dawson. He was one I of the was first... not watching that. <laughs> I didn't he get was... two fucks about the, the YouTubers. He I wanted to like watch the, the cartoon. No, he was like, the... him and Fred were my first YouTubers that I watched. Oh my god, I, I remember Fred. Jesus yes. Okay. Yes. okay. <laughs> I, I did watch Fred. I can't believe Yeah, that. so I grew up with, you know, I saw Shane Dawson first from his Fred is Dead video, and I just kept oh. watching his Shanae videos, which are incredibly problematic, yeah. but I didn't know better. And I'm a I was a little black kid. I yeah. didn't think anything was wrong. The issue, yeah. the cycle of YouTubers is have an audience that starts young. Mm-hmm. They grow up and they get old enough to realize what you're doing and what you were doing is unacceptable. So they stop watching. They talk about it. But you've already got a new young audience who took their place. That's mm-hmm. the cycle. So the cycle is young grows up, goes away. But then you have another young person. Another young person. Because you're still making gotcha. similar content. So you continue right. to do exactly what you're doing because it works for you. You just, yeah. you just, your audience just ages out to be replaced by a younger one. Which is a problem. <laughs> oh, no, it's a huge problem. It's incredibly problematic. But it's not like, oh, um, I'm a young person watching this YouTuber. And political YouTube is different than, like, comedy YouTube. So we're talking That's about true. what I'm talking about is, like, personal youtubers who are making either vlogging or sketch comedy yeah yeah, yeah. i'm not talking about you know um like the the conservative side of youtube where they're making like confirmation bias like holocaust deniers we're not talking oh yeah no Mm -mm. we are not talking about them because that is literally people watching with confirmation bias that's yeah yeah, completely different but if i grow up watching something that has an inappropriate sketch in it i realize oh it's really bad Mm mm-hmm I don't have much effect as a like an older person like that doesn't really I just stop watching because I have the critical thinking skills right but younger people just don't yeah I mean that kind of makes me think of the whole Jenna Marbles thing oh yeah where her back I I did I watched her videos religiously when I was younger her first videos and they're they're all they're so sexist they're so homophobic they're racist and I'm like, ha ha, yourself, this, this bitch is funny. You know, I didn't know better. And then I, I grew up and I actually stopped watching her for a little while. And then I like, I was still subscribed. So like one day I like kind of watched a video and I was like, oh, she's calmed down. She's making a stupid craft video. Like she's <laughs> being still, still hilarious. Cause she's a hilarious person. But, like, her content grew up. And so I actually went back to her. That's what that's what you should do. Which like, is what... And so then, so then she actually... The problem is she was getting... I don't, I don't want to say bullied, but she was getting a lot of bad comments about her old videos. Yes. And she, like, tried so hard to, like... She made them unavailable. She took them down so you couldn't watch them anymore, so that she couldn't make money off of them anymore. Um, you know, she really tried. You could tell she was trying, and I think it just got to her. And so she posted like this long apology, and then she just quit YouTube because it like it messed with her and probably like really you know stressed her out. And that you know, it's understandable. It's, it's, she almost held her. I. The thing is, I, I can respect her because she kind of held herself accountable and canceled herself. <laughs> no, yeah. That's exactly what the internet was saying. They were like, Jenna yeah. Marble cancels herself. 
Yeah. Which, in a sense, makes me want her to come. I mean, I'm sure she did it for her mental health. Oh, yeah. So I'm not going to say she needs to come back because people have said that. Like, she needs to come back. It's like, no, she doesn't want to because y'all are crazy. Yeah, Um, I mean, that's... And it never happens this way, though. Unfortunately, it's people like her that should be the, the creator's that are still on there and making revenue. Yeah, because they because they've they've tried to make amends. Yeah, they've tried to make amends. They've grown up their content mm-hmm. and with their audience and you know they've matured. Um it yeah, so I she just popped in my mind because it's like they're a decent person who did fuck up, mm-hmm. who did some really fucked up things that we all thought were so funny back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know grew up and apologized and then for her own mental health had to dip the fuck out (laughs) yeah and that's that's hard for me because I feel like in situations like that that's exactly like you said that's exactly the type of person that we want to have on YouTube is people who have who grow with their audience who hold themselves accountable Mm -hmm. like that's what we need to see more of that should be what we put on you know that should be a poster YouTuber right there Right, exactly. Like yeah. that's but unfortunately people have to get canceled five, six, seven, eight, nine times before any Because they don't they won't they're not mature enough to hold themselves accountable. So well, somebody I'm, else has to do it for them. <laughs> I'm hoping that this David Dobrik situation sort of instills fear into the hearts of all YouTubers because yeah. I don't I don't think big YouTubers thought that they were touchable before. I thought they mm. they probably felt invincible. Like Shane Dawson probably. came back four times after he had, you know, um, accusations like that. Especially since they were like the blueprint. Oh, yeah. Like they have been the YouTubers since YouTube started. So I'm sure they definitely, yeah, I'm sure that they thought like, I own this bitch. We like, built this shit. <laughs> I built this. I built this fucking website. They're not gonna touch me. Like, <laughs> right. just kidding. <laughs> Finally, yeah. I mean, David Dobrik went down so swiftly mm-hmm. that it was like, granted, I don't know how long it's gonna stick. I heard that he already came out with another video or something. So, oh, Lord. He's dating another, he's dating a TikTok star. So I wouldn't doubt if he just switched his platform. Um, mm, that makes sense. That's that's another problem, right? So yeah, that's it, true. it's just, it's difficult for me because canceling and even if you do hold someone accountable, that doesn't mean they're going to go away forever. That just right. means that people are going to be mad. They're going to get consequences and they, either they learn from it and do better. Yeah. Or they do something worse. <laughs> right or they just do things that are a little bit less problematic so it's like well at least they didn't do the big bad again you know (laughs) so it's so it's fine it's fine (laughs) yeah it's like david dobrik he the sexual assault you know accusations came to light and then he also one of his friends on his crew in the vlog squad had a serious injury occur when they were doing a stunt Oh, geez. Where you had to get surgery, lawyers got involved, mm. like all of that shit. Like a serious life changing injury occurred yeah. to this man. Um, and people just sort of glossed over it because they were like, well, at least like it wasn't another sexual assault, right? Like, no, <laughs> it's still a human life who was and, irreparably and still, damaged to them. I was saying, and it's still like a physical just because it wasn't sexual assault it's still a physical assault yeah. in a way you know what i mean like no yeah yeah it was 
it's you got <laughs> I don't know what the stunt was but like that's still a physical injury and assault to the body yeah it was some bullshit so, that was obviously dangerous and of course. they blamed him like of in video oh, in videos responding blame, to like, it yeah, yeah of course they did it with the assaults they they like David Dobrik didn't directly do it but his friend Mm-hmm. When he made his like defending myself video and the Uh-oh. people around them were making defending videos, they were complete victim shaming and blaming. They were wow. acting like it's disgusting because now that we have concrete evidence from the night, like because Trisha yeah. Paytas was at that party. She was dating. um, She was dating Jason Nash at the time. So she was at the party. She left, but mm-hmm. she was still there and saw what was happening. So she was like, I'm co-signing also that this occurred. Right, right. Is it good or bad that she didn't report it to the police when she knew someone underage was drinking? I can't speak on yeah. that. But but then that's an iffy thing where it's like, I've been around plenty of underage drinkers. And it's not you, I facilitated. I have I facilitated say, people who aren't 21 drinking alcohol. Yeah, I did it last because, weekend. So. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't tattle on underage drinkers because I've been around plenty and I've facilitated and like I don't think the tr- I this is a completely different topic but mm-hmm. I don't think the drinking age should be 21 I think it should be 18 it should if be 18 can, 16 like it is in Europe your, if you can fucking die for your military complex country whatever the fuck if you can die for the country you should be able to drink how old do you have to be to buy a gun in this country is it 18 probably you can get your permit I think when you're I don't think you have to be 21 I'm not quite no, I, it, you. I'm pretty sure it's younger. Um, okay, I think it is because if I remember correctly, for my sister's 18th birthday, she got a shotgun, and that is yeah redneck in my <laughs> coming out in my. <laughs> um, but I'm pretty sure it was her 18th birthday that she was able okay. to get the license for the gun, so she got a gun for her birthday. So it's it's by state, right? And that was um, in Indiana. So yeah, it just depends on the state. So like in Minnesota, the age of possession of a handgun is 18. Okay. But in Michigan, you have to be 18 for private sales. It's 21 to purchase from a dealer. Um, so I, there's it's stipulations. I feel like that should be opposite. Like <laughs> you would think so, right? Like why would I like you can just go on Craigslist and buy a gun yeah. from somebody and get the permit at 18, but you have to be 21 to go get like a legit what that that makes me ugh, I hate gun laws I have ugh, I hate them all anyway um <laughs> yeah drinking laws gun laws they're all stupid and make no sense to me they really uh, don't make sense there's the only mm-hmm. okay so they do have separate things so like in your in California you can't purchase a long gun until you're 21 okay and that's the case in a lot of states in illinois you have to be 20 okay so it's by state it's by state yeah because a couple of that states you have to be 21 but it should be a federal law just like oh, drinking is i agree yeah and, and if i i mean i went yeah. to europe when i was 18 and i got shit faced <laughs> well like um oh shoot sorry brain fart oh 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 um I went to Mexico when I was 16 for my oldest brother's wedding. And I drank the entire time I was there. Yeah. And my, and it's so funny 
because my parents are so damn conservative. But for whatever reason, I was allowed to drink the entire week. I, I right in front of them, I was ordering margaritas at sixteen. When I don't Rome, know. I guess I don't know. Right, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I how did they allow that? What? But yeah, I was <laughs> I was drinking in Mexico at sixteen because it's it's okay there. I was ordering at restaurants because it's legal. <laughs> yeah, I think. And the funny thing is, when I was in Europe, I mean, I would be across the table like I would be in a booth across from a bunch of teenagers who are just there like drinking wine and things like that yeah. or like with cocktails yeah there's just it's a different culture over there there's not the like binge drinking isn't it mm-hmm. as big of a thing there amongst teenagers as it is here right. well because you drink you it's drink, not a taboo well that's the thing it's not a taboo and it's not this thing that you're like chomping at the bit and so excited for because you probably drink um at home at christmas even as a kid like your parents let you drink wine and stuff at christmas and then you can go drink in the bars when you're in high school well you can go to parties and alcohol is easily accessible it's not right. a, it's not a fun like oh my god my brother so not, that came not home this, from college right. got a bunch of alcohol exactly for us. it's not like, this it's... forbidden thing yeah, because and that because mobilizes it's not people. This forbidden thing. It's like, yeah, we it we're gonna drink. We're gonna dr- exactly. It take, and that I, that's why I have so many other opinions about like other drugs and stuff. Where it's like, if you, I feel like the forbiddenness is what makes it so like tantalizing. Oh you know? no, a lot it of literally things. is. I mean, the same thing with being like taught um, abstinence, oh, where yeah. it's like you're telling me I cannot do this. So that makes me want it more. You realize that, right? <laughs> I, I think the biggest reason I didn't want to have sex and like when I was younger was because my mom was so like, she took all the fun out of it. I had to call like, I had to call Dick's penis at home. I had to call <laughs> Why the fuck would I want to deal with anything when I have to, when I, whenever I think about it, I think of the clinical terms for everything. You know yeah. What I mean? Oh, like, we, oh, yeah. We called them the clinical terms. Huh? Your penis, your labia. Yeah. It takes, like, I don't it's like cool. it. <laughs> I, I like it because it took all of the, and my mom wasn't, she didn't make it a taboo environment for me. You know what yeah. I mean? She was just yeah. like, you're going to do it at some point yeah be safe and it was like oh so i'm being allowed to that's not fucking fun that's not fun right whereas that's the I thing. was if like <laughs> i just like i was the horniest just most insane child and then i finally had sex when i was like 19 i think is when i lost my virginity you said that's trash <laughs> and first of all it was trash um but then, like, as I started having it, it was like, oh, okay, this is great. And it is all it's cracked up to be when it's good. Um, but, like, I'm not I'm not so desperate and, like, insane about it now. So I can calm the fuck down. Right. Like, I genuinely thought that I- <laughs> it's so funny. When I was, like, 13 or 14, I genuinely thought that I had a porn addiction. Oh, me too, bitch. Because, yeah, because... Sorry, Winnie's whining. Um, no, because when I, whenever I was home in, alone, which was not often, the first thing I would do was I would just go watch porn. That's all I would do. I just I go mean, watch porn. When you were and that, I, with you're our young and horny, internet. though, it's normal. Well, right. But I thought, but because of how I was raised and so conservative, I thought that I was had this horrible addiction. 
And then, like, as I, when I got older and started having sex, I'm like, I hardly ever watch porn anymore. And most of it, I just find annoying because I'm like, get to the good part. He's faking <laughs> it. This is annoying. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm very, it's, I'm it's much more so selective. annoying. Yeah, it's all, it's too annoying. I'm like, I'll just fucking jack off and be done. I don't want to look for a good clip. Like, Ooh, no, bitch. You got to do what I do, which is look at the Instagram gifs or like the Instagram Ooh, videos. I do. I do, like that. That. I do like that. So, yeah. yeah something, something like that. I don't need to watch a 40 minute production. No, I of watch someone anyways. faking an orgasm at the end. The only porn. the only porn that I really Bad appreciate action. is amateur couple porn because I know that they have they know each other's mm, bodies. Yes, it's yeah. personal. It's sometimes a little not too romantic because I don't want that, but I want right. a li- yeah, I want yeah, to yeah. feel the tension between them because they know each other and they know it's mm-hmm. gonna be good. That's yes. what I like. Yes. Anyways, cancel culture. We're right. <laughs> porn cancel culture um i also just i had a thought as we were talking um about i guess kind of another i don't want to say qualm with cancel culture but i don't know we can talk through this so i was thinking about the whole situation with johnny depp Mm -hmm. and how he was accused of being abusive he immediately got, like, just canceled. He got fired from um, Fantastic Beasts or whatever the next one, Crimes of Grindelwald. Grindelwald. And um, he knows this huge fucking deal. And the thing is, if he was abusive, I completely agree with that decision. Fuck out of here, dude. The problem is that it was so much more complex than that. Oh, yeah. And it turns out that Amber Heard's a piece of fucking lying shit. And she was the abusive one. And if he was abusive, it was abusive. Um, reactive. It was yeah. reactive abuse. Yeah. Which I, again, I always put myself in people's shoes. And maybe this is a good thing or a problem. But I have also participated in reactive abuse. Where you sit there and you take it and you take it and you take it and you take it and you take it. And you take it until you can't take it anymore. And you're the one throwing shoes. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then and then the abuser is like, see, 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 you're abusive. You're abusive. You just you pushed me. Okay, but you've been you've been pushing me and yelling at me for the last three years. So right. um what? <laughs> right. So it is it is abuse, but it's reactive abuse. And um so that whole situation. And and the thing is, people are trying to get Amber fired from the next Aquaman. Is it Aquaman? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. The last I heard was that people were petitioning for it, and I hadn't heard anything else. Yeah. But right. I the think fact, they officially did it. The yeah. fact that it took it took that much more like petitioning and work from people, as opposed to the swift. I feel like the Johnny Depp firing was very swift. And the Amber Heard firing was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's what it feels like. I could be wrong. I don't know all the ins, you know, I don't know all the ins and outs of what was actually going on in the room in mm-hmm. the, you know, in the decision making room. But that's what it felt like. And, you know, that's a whole other conversation on believing abused men mm-hmm. because men can be abused too and men can be sexually assaulted men you know men can be raped right um 
that's a huge thing that feminists really need to get the fuck on. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> but but it's just, you, again, again, this is why I say on a case-to-case basis, because it's like, okay, before we freak out and say this person did this, if they did it, then yeah, fuck you, bye. But can we take a breath? Just a beat. It doesn't have to be 10 years. Just a beat to be like, okay, let's actually look into this and investigate, please, first, before we do anything drastic. It's and, a little it's a little bit complicated. I mean, even but, in this, even in this case, it's complicated. It it's- is. And 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 the whole firing of Johnny Depp, I'm fine with because you know what it like, I'm okay with that because mm. of the situation and it being like that's what needed to be done at the moment, or at least that's what they thought needed to be done. Well, for production, you, you need to look from a production standpoint. You, you're an actress; yes. you understand. If yeah. they have a deadline where they have to get this film done, it can't just go. They can't just halt production that's because what someone. You know what I mean? Yeah, they so do have fine. to replace him. But it's fine if they needed like we have to take care of this. We have to fire him now so we can get a replacement. Right. However, in the because court we're on the time, right. The court of public opinion is the problem here. Yes. Because exactly. people automatically exactly. jumped the gun and, I mean, completely blamed him without taking into account, hey, there's an ongoing court case for a reason and right. evidence is coming forth. Right. Once we were given evidence and people were like, oh, we're so sorry. Johnny Depp is like, oh, Amber Heard's the fucked up one here. And it's like, okay, maybe we shouldn't have jumped the gun as a culture and absolutely yes. treated right. this man like shit. I mean, all he had was his ex-wife and his kids on his side. Everyone else yeah. was like just completely you know yeah blasphemizing when you're, when your ex, to, to me when your ex is on your side yeah the other i'm one a lot more that. likely to believe you because like <sighs> there's a couple of my exes that if they ever did anything and someone came to me i'd be like oh no they're they're a piece of shit they are right yeah. and then there's some other ones where i'd be like i don't believe that about them yeah, you know, I, I haven't spoke to them in a while, so maybe they're changed. But like, I don't believe that about them. Like, so yeah, I have that too with a couple. You know, because because this is someone you've been intimate with, you you've known. Like, even if it was for a short time, even if it didn't work out, you can still recognize that people have good and bad traits. Exactly. Just because they didn't work with you doesn't mean they don't work with another they person. They don't work. Right. And that doesn't mean they're capable of committing horrid, atrocious crimes. I right. mean, you never really know someone. People snap out of nowhere. Sure. And Very people true. treat you differently than they treat everyone else. Right. However, his wife was very, his ex-wife was very close with him. They had children together, so they mm-hmm. had to correspond frequently. I'm pretty sure she knew all about the abuse that was happening in their house. Right. Yeah. Because it involved, yeah. because she didn't want her kids over there. Why would you have kids over there experiencing abusive behavior as well? If if the stepmom or whatever is being crazy. Yeah. No, I wouldn't want my kids over there. So it it involved her too. Even though it was their business, it involves your ex-wife as well. Because it involves your kids. And they should be involved. Yeah. But it's just hard for me. I mean, I understand it's a case-by-case basis. But accountability, I mean, that was... That was accountability culture. culture. Yes. That wasn't yes. cancel culture. That was that accountability was accountability. culture. So accountability culture has its negatives as well. Because if yeah. you too swiftly, you know, dole out consequences, it can sort of hurt people who shouldn't be hurt. So right. there's good and bad to all Because, of this. like, he lost out on that role that he should have been able to keep. 
and but she, I, again, you're I right. She actually still hasn't been replaced. It was just speculation. Oh, still. See? And exactly. And that was as of April he got of this year. So damn fast. And she's just sitting there all pretty. I think she's fired. I just think they haven't replaced her. They haven't her. had a replacement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just the that whole thing. The, the difference between like men and women being abused and stuff that that's a whole other conversation but either way it's just I don't know I just thought about that situation in particular where yes we want accountability and we want consequences and I understand the need to have some sort of accountability Uh she's not even fired two weeks ago James Wan who's the director confirmed that she's going to be an Aquaman too so Wow. Great. <laughs> I'm angry. Wow. See, okay. This is where someone like Jason Momoa, who is Aquaman, should should like refuse. You know, like yeah. I mean, I know he's under contract, but he should figure out something. Be to, super lazy, gain a bunch of weight, wait, just it, show like, up sloppy. Just like can ruin get, production get fired you can't fire aquaman from Aquaman. no but he can like, make your life miserable on like set he, right he can make he can make life miserable on set he can like never speak to her except when he has like make it so really, uncomfortable he really should make it so uncomfortable that maybe she would quit you know what i mean like yeah at this point it's up to someone like him like jason Moa, to do his own bit of accountability I mean, it's up to James Wan. James Wan is the director, and he's the one. He's a rich man, all right. James Wan is the one that was. Um, he was the director for the Conjuring series. Oh, like he. It's him, James Wan. Yeah, that that really fucking irritates me. Wow. I don't know. I think it's the the problem is with accountability culture. It takes so much effort. And it takes cancel culture to sort of mobilize it anyways, like I've said before. So, yeah, I don't know. There's been a petition online, which petitions I would consider cancel culture. Yeah. Because it's not, it's it's action, but it's not doing anything. Yeah, I've signed a fair amount of petitions, but I feel like I'm not really doing anything. It's not doing much. It just, it's another part of like, oh, we're we're putting our voices out there and people, like, you become a big crowd. It's when enough people cancel somebody that the people who actually have the power to take put some you know hold someone accountable can Mm -hmm. do anything with it because they have evidence that public opinion has swayed their direction so basically it's like if enough people would sign this petition to get amber fired then james would eventually fire her but like again when does filming start it's already i think it's already started probably already start you know so like probably nearly done if it's being released in 2022 they've probably already oh, finished yeah. filming yeah because yeah post-production's the the long exactly bitch. yeah um that's oh that makes me so angry but yeah well now that we're good and furious <laughs> <laughs> it's it's this is a complicated like concept in general because i like i've said earlier in the episode cancel culture is not inherently a bad thing it actually helps mobilize accountability Mm -hmm. um it doesn't really do anything all on its own but it it creates it creates the opportunity for something more to happen unfortunately we're not in the place as a society to really see it as like 
it's its reputation is so negative even though it can do so much good if utilized and wielded properly yeah i think the problem is that it hasn't been really in my humble opinion been wielded properly at least no no not 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 in the majority no no and it's been used it it, it's sort of because of its bad reputation it gets discredited which means it stops there it stops at the canceling it doesn't get to the accountability step and that needs to change um I think a good lesson in all of this is your voice does matter, but you need to be talking to the people who can actually do something. Mm-hmm. So you, I don't have the power to get Amber Heard taken off, but honestly, that petition has had a bit of weight. It's caused pressure on the studio. Yeah. So maybe instead of signing a petition online, you write a letter to the studio and you say, hey, y'all fucked up. That way someone right. has to read it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Someone at the studio, ha- like, because public opinion matters. If enough right. people put their foot down and say, hey, I'm not going to watch your shitty ass film. Why right. would they spend millions of dollars in production cost? Right. Exactly. For a film that's going to flop. Yeah. yeah. Also, Amber Heard's reputation has been irredeemably destroyed. Yeah. Even so, though I mean, she's going to be in this film, this film is going to fucking flop, Heather. I bet yeah, you it flops. Yeah, the film's going to flop. She's going to be blacklisted. She's not going to get hired by anyone. Yeah, she's, she's gonna never going to get another job. This bitch is never getting hired. Toast. Good. Bye. Yeah, that's where accountability <laughs> steps in, right? Yep. The court of public opinion is so vital for mm-hmm. cases like this. Yep. So although cancel culture has its negatives... It's literally just the embodiment and, you know, one of the many tools of, you know, the general public to have some power. I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I just, I'm kind of of the opinion that it's just so nuanced. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately, it's so nuanced. It's case by case. And we can really try to get it right. (laughs) Um, we're not always going to get it right, but you know, we can do our best. Keep keeping the little people can, we can say, I will not watch this film. And here's a petition saying that, um, you know, so we can do our part to quote cancel and hope that the bigger people hold the person accountable basically. Right. And it's, I mean, it's cancel culture doesn't just apply to people. It applies to companies. It applies Mm -hmm. to like I personally don't eat at Chick Fil A because they have really shitty. I know, was I was thinking about that at the beginning where you know like we don't we don't eat at Chick Fil A. We quote canceled Target when I was younger by boycotting it, and that's um, sort of the negative side of it, right? It's, yeah, cancel culture doesn't just apply to opinions that are mine or Heather's, right, right. who are generally you know left leaning people. <clears throat> cancel culture applies to conservatives too and a lot of people with different ideologies right and a lot of conservatives think cancel culture is just stupid and okay fine whatever they may be the words but they still do it but they they can't they're some of the biggest cancel culture people ever like (laughs) yeah exactly they don't say the words they don't say the words and they They use the words to discredit people they don't say i'm canceling this they say i'm boycotting this or whatever yes they do the same shit like everyone does it in some way shape or form humans are judgmental is basically yeah (laughs) humans are judgmental people have opinions 
But if there's an overwhelming amount of people who agree with the same thing and agree that something you did back in the day was fucked up, mm-hmm. you need to listen. You yeah. need to listen and you need to hold yourself accountable and maybe recognize before you're held accountable that, hey, I did mm-hmm. some fucked up shit. Jenna Marbles did that. If Shane Dawson yeah. had of his own volition come up and been like, hey, so I made some really fucked up jokes, not yeah. being not having to be held accountable. If he of his own volition had said out of nowhere, if he would have been like, hey, so I made some racist videos and I made some inappropriate jokes about kids. Right. Do I think that he would have had nearly as much flack? No. I don't think so. Be that good or bad, he still deserved consequences. He still should have lost viewers and ad deals and things like that. Mm-hmm. But the court of public opinion would have held him in a lot higher regard. and He wouldn't have to try yes. to scrape his career up with his bare hands, you know? Right, right. Yeah. James Charles, that's a very different case. He that's wasn't cool. being canceled. People legitimately see that this is a, a criminal case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, people want, the people too. want there's him a to difference. be taken to trial. <laughs> I would say there's a difference, too, between being offensive and being criminal. Right. So you can cancel for someone being offensive. But if someone's done something criminal, they really need some sort of consequence. You know what I mean? They're, they need, a, there's they a need to be held legally level. responsible. There's a different level of accountability that needs to be held and yes. punishment that some needs of, to happen. Some of the cases I brought up today, I would consider not even part of accountability or cancel culture. I would say they're like the like the David Dobrik situation. Mm-hmm. That's a criminal issue. James right. Charles, that's a criminal right. issue. Trisha Paytas being racist and really ignorant in the past. That's that would be a canceling issue right yeah that's that's something that she needs to atone for and apologize for and she it looked like she was doing that for a while but you know her behavior really hasn't changed all that much her (laughs) twitter is still fucking ridiculous it's kate like you said before case by case basis being held accountable is important still having consequences even when you apologize is also incredibly important it's yes all yeah. of this is very hard and complicated and it's got nuance, but yeah. as long if as you think critically. If your apology is sincere, you'll accept those consequences. Yes. And then maybe you'll be able to come back. So like Jen- right. Jenna Marbles exactly. would be taken back with open arms. Completely. If yep. she chose to come back, which yep. I don't know if she will or she won't. We, you know, people go away for a couple of years and they show up again. Right. It, she, it could be 10 years. It could be 20 years. Who knows? But if she ever chose to... <laughs> Yeah, everyone would be like, yay! We yeah, now Shane back, Shane Dawson is dipping his toes back in the water and people mm-hmm. are like, what the nope. fuck are you doing back nope. here, bitch? Get the fuck out! <laughs> Get the fuck out of my pool, whore. Right? James Charles, too. He, he did not come back to good reception. His videos used to make, like, millions of views. He made, like, maybe four mil, and it was mostly people looking for it, like, just to see what he was up to and if he was going to uh, make a legitimate yeah. apology. Yeah. He used to make 10 million views. He's right. not nearly there at this Rot. point now. Not with this video. Like, he's suffering. <laughs> Good. As he should. As he, he should. Exactly. more legally. Thank you very he's, much. I mean, he's not being held accountable right now, but he's certainly feeling what it's like to be canceled. Yeah. That's all we can ask for right now until legal, you know, right. gets involved. Right. As they should, and I hope so soon. I hope so. But canceling's that first step, like I've said. Yep. I think... In a much more positive vein of things, it's time for tarot. <laughs> tarot! And guess what? 
Tell me twenty. I've already pulled my card. Oh my god, Heather! On it today. <laughs> you were on time. You pulled your tarot card on time. Look at me, killing it. Do you want to go first since you have yours pulled? Sure. So I pulled. I pulled the five of wands. Um, I am pulling and reading from the Mystic Mondays tarot deck. Um, so yeah, the five of wands stands for competition, diversity, rivalry, and I pulled it upright. So this is just as is. Okay, so what it says in the book: the smell of competition is high in the air. Everybody around you seems to have an opinion and no one is willing to listen. A little competition never hurt nobody, but only if people are willing to compromise down the line. If you're seen as a rival, it's only because you have more talent to offer that cannot be ignored. Diversity is good and much needed, whether it's whether it is opinions or culture. Differences can allow for greater understanding and compassion on a human level. Being seen and heard is everyone's desire, and if you want that for yourself, you must be willing to do that for someone else. There may be an inner conflict playing out where you are pulled by the different parts of yourself. Tune in to what you truly want. Only you know what is best for you. Hmm. How do you interpret that? What do you think is going on in your life that could resonate with this card? my easy interpretation of the card would be the the diversity of opinions in in the conversation we just had and how like it's good to have the difference of opinions and because it creates good conversation Mm -hmm. if you're willing to listen and understand each other so that's the easy interpretation (laughs) um and you pulled what card sorry the five of wands okay yeah um, and then inner conflict playing out where you're pulled by the different parts of yourself. Um, I that right now there's so I'm very busy right now. Um, I'm working a lot. I'm trying to find a new place to live. I'm getting ready to go to school and that's going to be very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's part of me that is okay this is this is the uh the conflict within my (laughs) i am very romantically lonely Mm. but i don't know if that's i know i've noticed in the past i've noticed that like i don't really want to be around anyone unless i'm like needing something and that's not okay right but then lately, it's just been, like, true, like, I just want to be, I just want to, like, be around somebody. I want to be, like, held and, you know, make, oh. and have someone make me laugh. Like, that kind of feeling. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which is, it's different than going out on random dates, because that's exhausting. Right. That's exhausting. Because you don't have a repertoire. You don't have an intimacy with that person. You want intimacy yeah. right now. That's I want intimacy. Craving. And I'm okay. having this, like, internal struggle of, like, I'm too fucking busy for that. I don't have time. I don't want to put in, I cannot put in the work of the um the 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 surface stuff oh so get, the, you don't want to you don't want to get to know someone to get to the intimate stage right I, okay. I don't have time I don't have energy and I'm just having like this internal struggle of like 
I don't have time for this and I really don't want to deal with it. But then also being like, but I would really like to just be held right now. <laughs> That's I feel that because I've been missing my ex, but I know mm-hmm. there's no chance of us ever getting back together. But I yeah. just want that intimacy because we were like right you just want that feeling but you don't want the, a person exactly attached. and I've been <laughs> having that very much recently about a certain other ex who was actually quite good to me I remember it yeah and so it make it's making it worse because not in a million years would we ever probably even speak again mm-hmm. um but like there's that nostalgia going on where it's like the one person that like I really connected with um like really made me feel understood which nobody ever fucking does that because I'm so complicated I feel like I'm so people know I'm one of those emo kids that like you don't understand me um (laughs) (laughs) felt that so I'm just having this like this terrible nostalgia of like I keep thinking about this person and dreaming about this person only out of a sense of like, I want that with someone else, but there's, I'm not getting that. And there's no way I'm going to get that anytime soon from anybody. And I'm just, it's, this is the inner conflict that is happening in me right now. (laughs) Felt that on a spiritual (laughs) level. Uh, It's, and I don't know what to do with it because like, I'm literally like, there are some days that I just, even right now, just thinking about it, out of nowhere, I feel like crying for no fucking reason. Like, I feel pregnant. like crying. <laughs> you, you would think I was pregnant. I'm like, am I hormonal? Like, what the fuck? But it's literally just like this. I'm cry. I feel. I I don't actually cry because I have problem. I have trouble crying. Um. But I feel that like lump, that lump where it's like, I need something needs to come out yeah. because I'm just like, so it's like that empty, like pit. Oh yeah. Girl felt that. <sighs> yeah. That's yeah. That's, and, and I don't know how to get rid of it except, you know, actually fulfilling that thing but that's not gonna happen anytime soon. right you can't so foresee it happen. you you i guess you put that energy into something else that's what i've been trying to do recently yeah. like I'm, i try to hone that energy to do things that i like so like mm-hmm. yeah i don't know um i i try to fill that that intimacy void with like going to my favorite coffee shop and like talking to my favorite barista who i think is hot mm-hmm. there's no pressure there yeah there's no pressure but there's still like there's an intimacy because we've talked about our personal lives with each other I have no interest in being with her that's never gonna happen yeah but we still have an intimate enough friendship and I think she's just attractive enough that it scratches the surface of the itch Mm, yeah you know what I mean like find a coworker that you think is hot and just like okay 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 literally this is breaking news to even you so I literally have this coworker. Who? who first I it's a dude and I don't I don't know like he's not that cute he's cute he's fine I don't know what it is about him okay I don't does know. he smell nice I know oh. I mean not he doesn't smell <laughs> but bad. he doesn't smell bad but he, doesn't, he doesn't have a standout there's sense. nothing that makes yeah there's nothing to make him like stand out but literally like like when I first saw him, he, 
it's kind of funny. His like early 2000s like big polos it's so interesting so maybe maybe it's another nostalgia thing maybe i'm just Mm -hmm. having this really nostalgic thing going on that's probably what it is um but like literally just didn't i kind of laughed at it like in my head was like ha that's funny he dresses like that you know like goofy dude at my work whatever and then one day i was like oh fuck huh he a hottie. <laughs> he kind of cute. Um, <laughs> and and like, and I have and and now so then I'm in this like this conundrum of I don't think I would want to like ask him out anyway, but especially not now that I'm like moving in a month. Like, there's no point mm-hmm. because to have any kind of relationship that is an hour plus that's basically long distance it's it's long distance yeah um so yeah i've no desire like i wouldn't i wouldn't even if i was still living here i don't think i would like you know ask him out or anything um because i don't understand what i don't understand what it is that's making him intriguing to me loneliness (laughs) Except, except except maybe the nostalgia and the loneliness and it's just so so when I so I have this problem where I have this like co this work crush quote quote that makes going to work kind of fun like oh I get to look forward to maybe seeing this person yeah yeah but but it's not gonna person, be anything more than but that. then I see this person and I get sad because I'm like okay I don't actually want this person doesn't make you sad it's I'm not just, just an lonely. attention filler oh and I'm lonely. It's it, that's it, that's what makes me sad. Where it's just like I don't actually want this person. I'm just lonely, and I know it, and I can't do fucking shit about it. <laughs> I've we're so different because I'm I'm young and I still have hoes. So <laughs> I have this one. I have one hoe who I talk to about like fun stuff. She's my lighthearted hoe, and then I have my angry hoe who I'm just frustrated with all the time, and I argue with, and it's like stress relief. Nice, and then nice. I've got a, and then I've got other residual ones who are just people to talk to sometimes when I'm bored and I have downtime. Yeah. So I'm lucky enough that I'm sort of dispersing my emotional feelings onto different people for different things. Mm-hmm. There's not one person I'm searching for. I mean, you get it. You're yeah. polyamorous, and yeah. I mean that must really suck as a polyamorous person. That's the nobody. Thing too. That's Do you think the thing it amplifies too. it? It's the. It, I think it is because that's the thing too. Is like, I then had those. Um, double and then triple um, doubts where it's like okay maybe I would ask this person out but then is me being bi going to be like I don't think it'll be a problem, problem. It, it probably wouldn't be a problem but it might become it might be a fetish oh really especially for guys yeah for guys they hear maybe. you're bi they hear a, guy, a girl is bi and they're like well, so you want to really? have, have a threesome literally so there's there's that. So there's already that. Then there's the double whammy of oh I'm also poly. So then they're gonna be like, well it's gonna. I just have this constant concern of the person's not gonna take me seriously. They're gonna think that I'm just fucking around and can be played with. Um, or they're gonna want you to change. Or they're gonna want me to change hard. for them. They think they think that they can turn me monogamous. That's oh yeah, not a thing that you can do, people. Um, That's so, the thing. Yeah. If so, I like, if I can't turn anyone gay, then how the fuck are you gonna turn anyone monogamous? That's right. the dumbest exactly. thing. 
absolutely not. So yeah, I think that kind of adds to it where like in any other, if I was quote normal, um, then maybe I would ask him out like, hey, casually for I'm going to be here for the next like month or so. You want to go out, maybe hook up like, okay, maybe. Also, it's a work situation, so then that adds another layer of, like, okay, I don't want to, like... Oh, we don't want to be inappropriate and sexual harassment. I don't want to harass you. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, there's all these layers. We're just like, oh, this is stupid, and I hate this, and why the hell do I... <laughs> I don't like feeling... I don't like my feelings. I don't... I don't want to have feelings, Kaya. Can I Girl, I know. Feelings? Can I please fucking not have feelings? Because I don't like things that I can't control. <gasps> yes. <gasps> yes it's control for me it's such control i don't like that i can't control my feelings <clears throat> in this way so anyway enough about me i'm annoyed <laughs> with myself i'm gonna stop yammering about my feelings and being lonely <laughs> <laughs> what's your card <laughs> i pulled justice which is appropriate Ooh. for the podcast today yes so my justice card says you have to take responsibility for every choice you make. If you drift through life without examining your choices and what they say about you and your values, you'll never truly be self-aware. And you may find yourself treating others with dishonesty and unfairness. There may be a difficult issue that you need to examine or a social responsibility you've been neglecting. It's time to stand up. It's time to do the right thing. Now, I'm a liar. So this <laughs> stands for me because I fibbed. So if there are consequences to that, I'm just going to have to take them with my head held high. Um, eh. For cancel culture, that's it, literally justice. Justice will yeah. be served eventually. Cancel culture is sometimes the only justice that you're going to receive. But hopefully that, mm -hmm. that turns into accountability. Accountability is the true justice here. Yeah. Um, and she is swift and her sword is sharp. So don't be fucking up out here, y'all. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm just checking my my description to see if I had anything to add about that. Um, not really. I actually kind of like your your description for this situation better. Yeah, like I like that it's talking about holding yourself accountable and like, oh, yeah. like you need to be the one that you know. Uh, makes amends and you know you need Stay, to be you stand up for your business yeah stand up for your business because if you have the balls to do something then you need to be able to stand up for your choices exactly. and if you and you need to make choices you can't just walk yes. by and act like a bystander in your own life that's not going to do mm -hmm. shit for you it's not going to progress you in any way yep um <clears throat> so basically be bold with your choices and be willing to when you and do make your bold choices stand by them yep stand by your choices if they were a bad choice learn from them and actually truly truly apologize and do better don't do this i'm sorry you felt that way bullshit right um because that doesn't mean shit and that's not actually that doesn't mean that's not that's actually not a real apology sorry. that's not at all that's nope. basically that, that's oh i hate when people do that like make oh my heck was just rose just thinking about that I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, me and Heather have had a lot of people in our lives who do the bullshit apologies. Yeah. So. It's like, no, I'm no longer accepting fake apologies. Sorry. I don't even accept lackluster ones. They could mean it, but if it's weak, I'm just that's like, that's true. That's, that's not true. I, that's I my got, problem. <laughs> who, no, I got to the point in my last relationship of saying, like, when she would say, oh, I'm sorry, I would say, okay, what are you sorry for? I felt like I was talking to a five year old. What are you sorry for? 
Yeah, and then they would. I mean, I don't like when people apologize well, for the wrong that you, thing. That I did this thing that made that you felt that way about it. Nope, that's still okay. That's not good enough. That's still not. That's still not good enough. All right, I don't accept your apology. Thank I you. don't. I don't accept <laughs> apologies with bad tone. I don't accept right? apologies that are worded improperly. I don't accept apologies where I feel like they're lying and they're just saying yeah. it to make me shut up. Yeah. I have gotten to the point where you need to do like you need to apologize and i need to see a change of behavior before i actually forgive yes i don't forgive. And accept the apology i mean i'll, I'll accept it yet. but i, I don't forgive you for weeks i was gonna say i may not even forgive for a while i'm just let me accept the apology first like you can apologize then prove to me that you are cha- like changing that behavior right and it could be a month and then i'll accept the apology if if it's been consistent but you know what i mean like forgiveness even comes with work yes yeah yep (laughs) okay well I think a good question that I have for the listeners out there is do you believe in cancel culture but yeah that was our episode do you have any other thoughts do you have any other wrap-ups um I don't think so Winnie is staring at me so (laughs) I'm guessing she needs to go out or something so (laughs) all right I'm going to obey the boss (laughs) Well, goodbye, listeners, and goodbye, Winnie, and goodbye, Heather. Goodbye, Kaya. Thanks for listening to The Trauma of Bonding. Please follow us on social media at Trombonpod. That's T-R-A-U-M-B-O-N-D-P-O-D. Trombonpod. We'll talk to you guys next Wednesday.